A very good morning to you. Welcome to the second hour of the show. This is Sound Awake. In our conversation of the day this morning, we've got our resident life coach. She is with us, Alcidi Bila. How are you, madam? How are you? I'm good. And how are you doing this morning? I am awesome. Well, you know, we always call this um, Tuesday, uh, we call it Tuesday, C-H-O-O-S-E, a day of choosing and making choices, all right? And I see that today we're talking about something very similar. We're talking about, um, you know, what you would say to yourself if you're writing a letter to yourself. And you've written one for us here. And I'm going to start off with just reading the first line or two. You're saying... A letter to myself. I see how you've been looking over your shoulders and making smaller steps because you've been told that the big steps are for other people. Firstly, I want to encourage you to embrace all of the fears and inner struggles you are facing at this moment. You had to go through that mountain for a reason. Whether it feels like it was just or not, you cannot change it now. Powerful words there, Austidi. Tell us about the importance of just this letter you've written. So this letter, um, I, I sort of, you know, it, 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 it represents the part of my life where I was, um, you know, stepping smaller because I thought, you know, there's always a reason why we think we can't do something. Either um, I'm too old to change a career or what would people say? Um, oh, my gosh, what if I lose what I have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just embracing what um, what I went through and how, for me, it has changed my life. And I realized that each time I thought I step off, exactly who am I living for, and and why is it that I need to pause and look for myself? Yeah. I I became, you know, I, I I had this curiosity in my life because I'm thinking, if I I I, I make a um a, um an excuse when I can and say, I can't do this because it will compromise my children. But then I pause and say, Tidi, what a lie. Because you are, it's, it's a fear and you are entangling that fear with your children and making the children the, 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 you know, um, an excuse. And we do that in all the respective areas of our lives. We do that with a career. Oh, my God, if I do something new, I'm going to compromise my career. I don't have time. Mm. So it is the lie that we tell ourselves because we know that once we step out of the lie, we're going to have to do some work. And you and I know that doing some work is... You know, it's like you're having to step out of um, an airplane. You go into that moment of gasping and then coming back. Mm. So so this was just a call out to myself. And I thought it would be saving that I share it with yourself and with the with the listeners because the moment you call out the lies that we tangle our our prosperity with, the moment we become curious about our life and we realizing actually. What will it save my children if I don't fulfill my dreams? Because they will sit with a mother who is disgruntled and look at them and say, if it was not for you, I could have. Yeah. Yeah, and they, and they will start feeling as if they are the reasons why you never um, achieved what you wanted to achieve in life. And, and you know, Sidi, you know, you're sharing a very personal part of yourself. And I think it's all in a bit to help somebody listening now to say that whenever you find yourself in a place where you know you're not supposed to be, I like this notion of writing a letter to yourself. And, and you say that, um, you know, it's important for, 
for you as TD to embrace as something uh, different and you have a few points on how we can start you know if we find that we've been living smaller than what we're supposed to you say number one forgive yourself uh, for making the small steps mm. so so sometimes we, we we get you know once we, we write the letter to ourselves or once we realize that we have not been living great or we have not made the right decisions, we then get into, you know, the, the holes never end, um, Kanye. You go into this hole and you're thinking, I'm done. Then there's the next one. Then there's the next one. So the next steps are to help us how to navigate through the, the, the holes until we, I don't know if I made this example with you, where it's almost as if you are on an escalator and then you're going up, 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 but then there's nothing that, there's nothing but walls around you, right? Mm. Until you go into, you know, um, it's been dark around, but then you're moving and you're thinking, am I going to get there? Am I going to get there? Until you get to the last step and you're thinking, whoa, there are shops here or there are things here. So the, the next step is to help us through those walls and dark moments, right? So when you forgive yourself for making steps, you know that it does not, it does not matter how many opportunities you believe you have missed. Because if you did not take that opportunity, then it wasn't yours. Therefore, you did not miss it. Because it was never yours. No, it wasn't yours. That is why you didn't take it. If you were were doubtful about it, it wasn't yours. And so stop the fixation that I missed that opportunity. It was mine. It was supposed to be mine. Well, it wasn't. And it hasn't been. And so forgive yourself. And it doesn't matter how many opportunities you believe you have missed you know Mm. why because the bus leaves every day there's a bus of prosperity every day your role is to take yourself to the bus stop and if you miss one get on the next one get on to the next one you know there's never never a bus running in fact it runs every hour your bus is that moment when you say you know is the time for me this is the time for me that's your bus and if, if time you realize that this is the time for me, you stand up and then you get yourself to the bus stop. There you go. As simple as that. Number two, write what it is you love about yourself. What if you lost that which you love about yourself? Mm, mm, mm. And don't we all get fixated with something about us where we think this is me? Mm. You know, um, I'm, 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 I'm a great speaker. This is me. And so I always say that that is, that is great. But then you are more than just a speaker. You are more than just someone with beautiful hands or beautiful this or, oh, no, my eyes, you know, without my eyes. What if you were to lose that which you think is the greatest about you? And this kind of help us to understand that we are deeper and complex human beings. Mm. We are more than our eyes. We are more than our speech. We are more than that which we think we are. And so this challenges us to love something that is deeper and something that is greater than what is external to, to, the, to, to the world. Why? Because when we love deeper and we love inner, there's a radiation from us into the ecosystem, you know? And people thinking, I wonder what water kind of drinks. I wonder what tea she drinks. Because you're loving from inner. You're, mm. not, you're not loving that which we see, be it your voice, your eyes, and all of that. Mm. And you say, which part of the day is epic for you? That is the reset moment of your day, and that is a profound. For others, it's the morning. For others, it's the evening. For me, it's the sunset. Mm. Oh, my gosh, I'm in love with the sunset. 
because the sunset for me is a promise of it's you know is that consistent promise about the universe or about God or Allah or Buddha that we should believe in. For me, Chinese, the sunset it doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter what project seems harder. But then the fact that the sun will rise and and it will set consistently so i know that my dream will it's inevitable you know that part of inevitability Mm. so when you have that time of your life or in your day when you know that this represents the the inevitability of the universe or of god or that which you believe into you know that nothing can shake you right absolutely absolutely it's just like a baby who knows that my mom is going to breastfeed me that child knows it without being whispered into. They know it that it doesn't matter when that person comes in, it's my feeding time. Mm. So that's the moment of resetting ourselves and resetting that which we think is a panic around us. And you lean into that that hour. And and you don't even have to say anything around it. Just be still around it and let life unfold as it is meant to unfold. And also, Cecilia, you know, you make a very important point. You're saying protect your inner core from any form of invasions, be it from yourself or the external world. Let's just start by defining what is the inner core. So the inner core is this place where you sort of, you know, I call it sometimes your your, your ICU. Mm. is your clean place. It's the place that even you go with it, you wear gloves when you step into that place. Is the place where, 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 let's say, all is done. Your house is demolished. Nothing is done. Literally, you can step into and you find peace. That's where your inner peace lies. And that inner peace is not dependent on the, the bank account. It's not dependent on the friends. It's, dependent, it's, the, it's, the, it's the inner core that is clean, like the flowing river inside of you. And so that part needs to be worked on. We all have it, but we've just become lazy to work on it because it's hard work. Is that place kind of where you say, you can take me into a, 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 a desert. I will leave because I've got inner peace. I will leave because I've got respect for myself. I will leave because I've, I still have my mind. That is that, mind. that is that place. And I think that every one of us has that place in our lives because there's just that part of us that is immovable no matter what might change um, mm. around us. And and so a letter to myself, ultimately what I see is about loving yourself. And it's actually quite funny because on my uh, WhatsApp status, I, I posted a, a quote that says, uh, the greatest learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. Taken, of course, from the great Whitney Houston song, and, you know, that some of the lyrics saying, you know, the greatest love of all is easy to achieve. Learning to love mm. yourself is the greatest love of all. It is. Because, you know, the important thing, I like that. The greatest love of all, right, is when you are so assured of you being. Just you knowing that I am alive and I'm here for something greater. And that does not wait for TD to tell you. That does not wait for Tulu to tell you. It's the knowing that you have in you. And and it's the greater love of all. And it doesn't matter where you are. You know, there's some people where you sit at with, and you can be in the most, um, you know, frightening situation. But then they just show of their standing. 
and that's the greatest love of all. And that is the premise of writing a letter from for yourself. And this letter, can, if, if I was to share you know, my letters with you, they change, right? Because you've now started bigger. And what else are you facing? Mm. So you have to constantly write a letter for yourself because if you're not spending time with you and unleashing that greatest love of all, who is doing that for you? And why not you? Mm. And when we start to look for happiness from the outside and not from within, then we are leaving ourselves always at the mercy of others. And we're leaving ourselves at the mercy of others and we're letting others to, to define how we must be loved. And they will tell us how they must be, how we must be loved. And you hear people saying, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, um, remove this part of my body. Let's say, for example, it's the calves or whatever, because my husband loves it. But do you love the calves? Because keep them if, if you, if you, if you, you know, don't change your body if, if it's meaningful to you. Not because the next person says you shouldn't. Because that person will leave and then the next person will come into your life and they'll say, actually, I prefer you trimmer. So you will be this yo-yo person because, oh, no, I love you loving. You know, you need to laugh louder because if you love him, that, that, that law, you, say, you know, people will define how you must be loved. Yeah. And, and that's why you need to protect yourself from that and protect the inner core of yourself and the, from any invasion, including yourself and the external world. Perfect. Sistidi, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Please share with us some of your social media handles. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Miss underscore Bila and on Facebook as um, CD at ITJ. Perfect. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, hosting us. She is the founder of Imperative Transformation Journey. City Pillar, they're joining us every Tuesday as we talk about life choices. And she is a life coach. 29 after 4 o'clock. Here's the sounds of Donald with Landela.